Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Nicole Greer, a vibrant coach, and I am here in beautiful Lake Norman once again, and I am excited to talk to you today about the preference of introvert versus extrovert. So uh, you can probably figure out, if you know the definition of an introvert and an extrovert, that I am, well, an extrovert, and I love people. I love brainstorming, I love parties, and I love to have lots of friends. Big social butterfly, as they say. And so, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, if that's the way you are in the world, you kind of have this mental model that everybody else needs to be the same way. But the reality is, is that our introversion and our extroversion, which is really the way that we receive energy from the world, is on a sliding scale. And on one end of the sliding scale is this idea of introversion, and on the other end of the scale is this idea of extroversion. And during the day, most of us move along this continuum, and in the middle is what we call an ambivert. And I think, you know, as we mature and as we explore different ways of being in the world, you know, most of us enjoy times where we're introverted, we're quiet, we're reflective, we're thinking, we're concentrating, we're researching. And then there are other times where it's like, put that stuff down, we need to go out into the world, talk, have fun, and explore. So we all move up and down the scale, but there's usually a preferred way that we would like to move in the world. So if you are somebody who likes lots of friends, parties, brainstorming, and all that, you probably tend to be what we call an extrovert. Now, if you'll email me at Nicole at the Vibrant Coach, I will send you a quick quiz that you can take uh, to find out whether or not you're an extrovert or an introvert, kind of find out how you fall out on that sliding scale, and then you'll be able to see, you know, how it is that you need to energize yourself. So as you know, I have this coaching methodology that's called SHINE. And so what we're doing today is we're really doing some great S work, which is self-assessment. We're stepping back to say, hey, you know, how do I move in the world and how can I energize myself? And then we want to start to put some habits in place, which is the H in the SHINE coaching methodology, that helps us work with an opposite person, somebody who has a different preference from us, that is great habit work, Uh, When we understand our preference and when we are seeking to understand somebody else's preference and then we shift our behavior, um, then we get into a place where I like to call integrity. That's where we're trying to be whole and understand how other people move in the world and, you know, create synergy with others. And then, of course, there are next right steps. So I'm going to give you about nine next right steps on how to love the opposite preference today. And, of course, this whole thing of introversion and extroversion is about how you get re-energized or get fueled. So the whole idea of introversion and extroversion came from a gentleman named Carl Jung, and he is the gentleman that kind of did the basis. He was a psychologist, and he did the basis for what Myers and Briggs, a mother and daughter team, actually put together and created the Myers-Briggs, which we all know has four letters, and the first letter deals with introversion and extroversion. So I want to kind of debunk some myths about uh, introverts and about extroverts. Now, the first one is, is that people say that introverts are shy, and that is not necessarily the case at all. 
shyness is really more of like a behavioral fear, you know, like I'm scared of people. Now, introverts are not scared of people. They just don't want to be around a whole bunch all the time. So there's a big, big difference between being an introvert and being shy. In fact, you can be an extrovert and be shy because you have this fear of other people. I mean, like you're dying to get with other people, but you're scared. So really, really important not to label an introvert as shy. Now, on the flip side, extroverts oftentimes get, you know, labeled as like party animals or obnoxious or hyper or something like that because they get so enthusiastic and so excited uh, inside of atmospheres where there's lots and lots of people. So if you go to a concert or you go somewhere and there's somebody just literally binging off the walls, um, that is your extrovert who's just having a really good time. But that doesn't mean that person can't sit quietly and read a book or study for school or concentrate on something at work. It's just that when you get in these different environments, you kind of come to life or you shut down. Now, if you want to get in your head a really simple way to think about introverts and extroverts, you can think about the idea of punctuation, you know, like from grammar school. And so when I look at somebody who is a high extrovert, somebody who really operates in extroversion, uh, they would operate with an exclamation point. You know, that is their punctuation. And so, you know, if you ever read any of my blog posts or any of the things that I write, you will see there are lots of exclamation points. I mean, we're just excited about life and sharing our ideas, and we just want to get stuff out there. So exclamation point is a perfect example of extroversion. Now, an introvert, you know, if I was going to look at, like, punctuation for them, I would pick a comma because their whole thing is, wait, let's slow down and let's think and comma, let me reflect, and another thing. And so the comma is a perfect punctuation for an introvert and an exclamation point is perfect for an extrovert. So... We've got these two different kinds of people, and if you wanted to, you know, do some research on, you know, extroversion and introversion from a position of looking at uh, which one is more powerful in the world, um, you know, what you're going to find is that both personality preferences can be very, very powerful. So we need people who are outspoken, willing to brainstorm, get messy, and create new things in a dynamic way involving a lot of people. And so that would be the extrovert. You know, they're great at getting the room energized and, you know, creating synergy. Now, at the same time, it doesn't mean that an introvert can't, you know, bring ideas to the forefront. In fact, many introverts have brought amazing ideas to the for- forefront. So, for example, like Gandhi was an introvert. Um, so he brought amazing ideas to the forefront. So an introvert, what they do is they sit quietly and think through all the things that the extroverts just, you know, dreamed up in the brainstorming session, and they're able to kind of synthesize and think through them, and they are able to say, you know, these are the ones we think really have merit and the ones that we think really have, um, you know, a well-thought-out pattern, and they can begin to flush out uh, the depth of what's going on uh, with the ideas that the extroverts put together. And that's really, really huge. So that's the synergy that we're after. I mean, that's when we really start to get in integrity as an organization or as a group is where we, you know, get the extroverts, everybody's in there brainstorming, and then we invite the introverts uh, to look at those ideas, uh, throw them out, bring their own, 
uh, and allow them to research and observe what we're doing. So a lot of times you want to invite the introvert simply to observe. And that's a little bit counterintuitive to a lot of the training and the things that we've been involved in because it's always like everybody needs to participate and everybody needs to be part of the process. Uh, True, but maybe not all at the same time. Maybe we allow the extroverts to do their thing, the introverts step back. I think the introverts, introverts are somewhat, you know, uh, entertained by the extrovert if they have a really positive, and you know, then they can, you know, then they can kind of flush out and look at what's come together. So, you know, really important there. Now, right now, um, there's this kind of revolution going on out there. There was a woman named Susan Kane, and it's C A I N, and she wrote a book called Quiet and did a TED talk called The Power of Introverts. And I would really, really, really encourage you, if you're an introvert uh, or an extrovert, but more particularly an introvert, to, to watch that. Because I think, unfortunately, because extroverts are so outspoken and they are verbal, they have kind of dominated, hello, uh, you know, the, the business landscape or the political landscape or even the landscape of your own, you know, family uh, where, you know, they just tend to dominate because they're talking all the time. So... Susan talks about in her book about this quiet revolution that she is putting together. And she says, you know, I didn't really set out to start a revolution. Uh, She just set out to say, hey, there's a lot of power in introverts. So uh, I think that's a great TED Talk for everybody to watch and a wonderful uh, book that everybody should read. Now, on the flip side, if you're wanting to see what an extrovert looks like, all you got to do is turn on the television set, right? You know, because the vast majority of people who are in television and entertainment um, get fueled by the work that they do. You know, it's like a calling to go into entertainment so that you go out into the world, you put out your art, people clap, and you feel good about yourself. And, you know, that might seem somewhat, you know, egotistic or, you know, needy in some way, but I'm telling you, we all love entertainment. It's a multi-billion dollar industry that's out there because we all want to laugh we all want to see a movie we all want to uh, go to the play so comedians talk show hosts you know like ellen and oprah those two girls are amazing extroverts so we can kind of just see how that is Uh, so again do the susan cain talk i think that's really really important Um, so if you were going to exaggerate kind of a persona for introverts and extroverts the exaggeration of an introvert would be a hermit and an exaggeration of a um extrovert would be like the you know unruly frat boy or something like that so you know those are the extremes but they're both they're not really really that true because here's the thing about our introversion and our extroversion uh, if our introversion is really, really obvi- obvious and our extroversion is really, really obvious, all the time that we are growing up, people are correcting us and trying to pull us in and out of these different uh, behaviors and trying to kind of mold us. So what we have in place a lot of times is what I call a learned behavior. And these learned behaviors around our introversion and our extroversion are actually very, very healthy. So, for example, 
a couple of learned behaviors I suggest for all extroverts would be, you know, to practice silence and solitude and uh, meditation, which are great practices to kind of soften and beautify your extroversion. And then uh, exercises for uh, introverts, you know, would be uh, to take a leadership role where they're required to speak and to present in front of groups. Uh, this might sound horrifyingly scary or something like that, but, you know, the thing is is that we need to hear from the introverts. So my suggestion would be to, like, join a group um, where you actually participate and um, contribute, where there's some accountability to contribute, or perhaps even join something like Toastmasters where you have a really safe environment uh, to learn to uh, formulate your thoughts, which we know you have beautiful, well-formulated thoughts, but then be able to communicate them uh, to the world in a really safe place. So a couple of tips there uh, about how you can get a learned behavior in place. Then, uh, finally, I just want to talk about, again, what are some next right steps. So how do you, you know, really take good care of an extrovert if you happen to have one in your life? So here are my tips for extroverts is, you know, really understand that they have a deep desire to be independent. And so allowing them to kind of strike out on their own and try things uh, and be messy is really important to them. Uh, compliment them in the company of others. Um, it doesn't need to be shallow, but like if you see an extrovert do something amazing, um, notice it and you'll get more of the same great behavior because they're very much, you know, it's like a Pavlov dog kind of thing. You know, if you tell me I do something good, I'll keep doing it. Um, accept, accept and encourage their enthusiasm and then uh, allow them to explore and talk things out. And most importantly, give them options and, uh, you know, give them opportunity to shine, right? So really important. Okay, and then for introverts, uh, they need you to respect their privacy. And you do not want to embarrass them or point out their introversion all the time in public. And you want to give them time to think things through. Don't interrupt them. If you're going to need to do any kind of correction or constructive feedback, do it in privacy. Uh, and quit pushing them to make lots of friends and keep uh, stop pushing them to be an extrovert. I mean, that's not who they are. You know, what, they, what you want to do is you want the extrovert to be the most beautiful extrovert they can be and the introvert to be the most beautiful introvert they can be. And we need to learn to work together. And so I'm, I'm just going to close out today by saying this quote is by Robert Brault, and he says, you know, in the end, there doesn't have to be anyone who really understands you. There just has to be someone who wants to understand you. And so I'm Nicole Greer. I'm the Vibrant Coach, and I am all about helping you shine. So uh, today, uh, I hope that I have helped you, uh, you know, to understand yourself. I'm somebody who wants to help you. All right, listen, have a great week. Uh, sign up for the Shine Retreat, August 21st. It's been my pleasure being with you this morning. Have a vibrant weekend.